calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels. Hey y'all, I'm JJ. Hey guys, it's Kat. And on this episode, we have Andrea. She emailed us saying she was a big fan of the podcast and wanted to jump on and share some of her spooky stories. Yeah! Dre <laughs> is also <laughs> another name that she goes by. Andrea, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yay, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah, and for everyone, Noah had to clarify she goes by Dre because she can't pronounce Andrea. Let's practice, um, Noah. Ready? I think I just, I think I just pronounced it in the intro. Thank you. You really much. crushed it. Let's see how long hey. you can keep that up. Yeah. Well, we're taking tallies. <laughs> um, no, I'm all off. I, I was gonna make a tally whacker joke, and I realized that would be inappropriate, and didn't make it. So, a tally whacker is. Is that a bad thing? You would have gotten away with it because we clearly. Andrea, do you know what a tallywhacker is? Or I mean, I've heard of like tallywag. Is that the same thing? I don't know. It's Noah, a penis, is... guys. It's a penis. I was trying <laughs> oh. not to be inappropriate, and now is, we're here. So is that what the boomers call it, Noah? <laughs> I think maybe that's what my dad called it when I was Whoa. a kid. Oh. <laughs> I might be a boomer too, you guys. Oh. <laughs> hey, I mean, I am. I mean, I was born in the early 80s, so. Hey, me too. Oh, no, that's you still millennial, still, right? You guys are still millennial, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. For we're sure. elder millennials. You're, yeah, elder. Yes. Yeah. Or some people say geriatric, but geriatric, <laughs> like elder, whatever you want. You're I'm just dead. kidding. You're a tally whacker. Um. <laughs> I mean, that's the same thing as saying you're a dick, I guess. I learned yeah. that. Just yeah, like from that. our elders. From our <laughs> <laughs> Such an ass. Well, speaking well, of <laughs> blast from the past, uh, before we get into it, you do have a story about Toys R Us. Is that right? Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Well, before we jump into that, you, of course, as a fan of the show, know that we love to find out where our guests fall on the believo meter. Zero meaning they don't believe in ghosts, and ten ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you fall on that scale? I would have to say a 10. I've just had so many different experiences that I can't explain. So, I mean, ghosts, paranormal, spiritual, like spirits, you know, I, I would say a 10. 
okay, I know you're not here to talk about aliens, but do you do you group aliens in with that 10? I 100% believe in aliens. I yes. do. And yes. I mean, yes, I have to say 100% yes. And that other podcast you guys did with the aliens very early on, oh, I listened to that multiple times and that one just gets me. Yeah. Perfect segue. His, um, let me actually look that up because he messaged me saying his film is about to drop. So we should promote that. It was we... either that one or the woman who got abducted. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, my um, gosh. Sorry. Well, while he's looking that up, I'm curious, since you've been a longtime listener and you've like heard us in every episode almost, um, where would you say from an outsider's perspective, the three of us are on the believer meter scale because we, I feel like we change it up so much and we don't even know. I think, yes, I agree. I feel like you guys are getting more, not as skeptical. I feel like, I yeah. mean, those one, those podcasts where you hear stuff on your end where, I mean, that is creepy and yeah. weird and hard to explain where you don't, I mean, you kind of hear something on your end, but not until you listen back that you mm -hmm. actually hear what you heard. I mean, that is sick. It is always weird when someone messages us and we have to like scan to that second and be like, whoa, there is something there, which right. hasn't, hasn't happened in a while. Right. Mm -hmm. But when but those did happen, oh, those were, I mean, I would get chills on my walks. I'd be like, wow. I mean, yeah. I definitely yeah. heard that back. I feel I, like yeah. that was the shift when we started to be like, okay, yeah. maybe. I'd say though that hasn't happened since our roommate moved out. So maybe, oh. maybe it was our roommate the whole time. Whoa. Could be his energy. <laughs> Just hiding <laughs> under the bed going, <laughs> 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 Might, possibly. Which um, shout out to him. Cause I, he did tell me he started listening once he moved out. He's probably like, hey. what are they talking about me? Right. Well, speaking of shout outs, um, so the film about the aliens, that was Patrick that came on and his film is Redgate. And if you're listening to this podcast, it is already out. So make sure you Google that and check out Redgate. So Andrea, I want to hear about this Toys R Us story. To Toys R Us for me was my childhood. That is how my parents bought my love. So I'm curious to know what happened to you all while you visited Toys R Us. Okay, so I was always told when I was younger that it was haunted. My stepdad would always say, you know, I mean, it's real, there's stories. So I always kind of thought it was haunted. I mean, you can Google it, someone in Sunnyvale that where they still have stories. I think Sylvia Brown went there. She was like a psychic in I think the 90s, early 2000s. But um, so I just always felt it was haunted and so I went there one night with my sister I had just moved back to the Bay Area and I wanted rollerblades so we ended up going to the Toys R Us and the whole way there I was just like hey aren't you scared you know this place is legit haunted I've showed her books Sylvia Brown even other books that I had rented or you know borrowed from the library just you know about like ghost stories around town and so she was kind of nervous but you know no big deal but we ended up going to park and we were in the front row. And so, I mean, it was kind of late, later at night. So there wasn't as many people there. So we go to park and I drive a manual. So it's, you know, a stick shift. So I was trying to not have to reverse, just kind of drive out of the parking lot. So as I parked, I noticed there was a guy, you know, in his car getting ready to leave. 
So I was waiting a second just to see if I could kind of just pull into his spot just to like leave easily. And then he was taking a while. So I'm like, let's just go in. So me and my sister, we go in to the Toys R Us. You know, I'm still kind of messing with her. Like, oh my gosh, like, oh my God, did you see that? Like, I didn't really see anything, but I was just, you know, trying to give her a scare. And then we didn't find the rollerblades. So we maybe were there 20 minutes, maybe a half hour tops. And we leave. And as we're walking, she is like, why is your car moved? I'm like, what are you talking about? And I look up and my car is not in the spot I parked it in. It was in the spot I wanted to up ahead, but it was like a little crooked. And I started freaking out thinking that I had not put the emergency brake up. I didn't have it in, you know, first gear and it rolled and it hit a car. That was my first thought. Like, oh my God, my car is going to, you know, I damaged another car. So I immediately, like, she's freaking out. Like, what happened? Why? How did you move the car? I was with you the whole time. I was right next to you. I'm like, Rihanna, like, stop. I did not. I was with you the whole time. And before I even unlocked my car and opened it, I looked through the window and I saw that the emergency brake was up and it wasn't gear. So there's no possible way it could have moved on its own. But I mean, the car was crooked in a place that I didn't park in. And I really had to reverse and kind of get my way out of it to leave the parking lot. And she was freaking out the whole way home. I mean, it was just. That is bizarre. Yeah, that's going to be one of the weirdest, yeah, weirdest ghost stories we've heard. So if ghosts are going to start moving our cars, that might be when I have to move to like another planet or something. I don't know. That's like, where does it stop? And it's such a weird, I mean, and I don't tell a lot of people about that because it's so hard to believe, but she was there and we talked about it randomly. Like, Oh, remember Toys R Us? She's like, I swear you still move the car. Like there, I was with you the whole time. She was 10 years old. I would never leave her out of my sight. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was just, I mean, I can't explain it. I mean, to this day, I've always driven a manual car. So I always make sure the emergency breaks up and it's in some gear. So it mm-hmm. will never roll, even in like driveways or a little steeper. So, I mean, just knowing that I know how I parked it and that it was in a different place. That was just. I would have been convinced that it was like a person. I would have probably never have noticed because <laughs> oh my I'm, I'm constantly very... forgetting where I parked. That's I mean, it's a right. big problem. And I usually would too, but it was like late at night. There wasn't a lot of cars in the parking lot. And then yeah. for her to know where I parked and for her to just completely mm-hmm. freak out. Why did you move the car? When did you move the car? I'm like, I did not move the car. It's fine. It just, I didn't put it in gear. I was just trying to make her feel okay but i was yeah that was really terrifying jj does that, that is bizarre jj does that make it feel more likely to you that ghosts are in fact hiding your keys if they can move cars I, it's very possible a ghost is trying to get my attention and just my adhd brain is is failing to see all the signs i yeah although he's been pretty good about his keys lately but the ghosts have been moving like his wallet sometimes those ghosts keep moving my wallet and my glasses and you know what they really go for is my glasses cleaner the little spray and the little cloth they're always moving in the tub right there on the counter (laughs) 
You know what I did, JJ? Because I have a lot of those same issues. I just started putting Apple AirTags on everything. Even my dog has an Apple AirTag now. Can't can't lose anything now. I can just look on my phone. JJ doesn't know what that means. I assume it's something you use to track things on your Apple device. And yet I'm the geriatric elder millennial over here and JJ doesn't know. Yeah, JJ is actually an undercover octogenarian. (laughs) Yeah, I had plastic surgery to look like I'm in my early 30s. Well, and before we even dated, JJ told me he was an octogenarian. And I was like, ha ha, funny, but I think he's being serious. Yeah. Maybe. So, um, yeah, or really I'm just a very a sleepy 31 year old man. You're 32 now. Oh, shit. I am 32. It's so forgetful. So, Dre, uh, I am curious what are some of the previous alleged hauntings at that Toys R Us? Was there anything that you were able to find where other people's cars have been moved or anything odd like that? I mean, honestly, it's not there anymore. It hasn't been there for a while, but from what- Like all Toys R Us. Right, I know. That one actually, yeah, that went kind of earlier though. But from what I've seen, it was just pretty much, I guess there was a man, from what I've read, there's a man that used to own the land that died on it and he's the one that haunts it. Pretty. I mean, that's the stories I've heard that's like on the internet about it. And I mean, honestly, that was- so random i never thought that would happen at a toys r us yeah maybe he just finally wanted to learn how to drive stick and he wasn't very good i mean i would think so because i'm sure he lived there a long time ago i think there was like a well on his land people i think would say they saw an old man pumping like a well in the middle of the store like employees would say that balls would bounce or they would leave the store clean and they would come back and toys would be rolling down the aisle and So there was, yeah, there's stuff behind it, but I've never heard of anything Mm. in the parking lot. That's why it's just so random. And I know it's so weird, but definitely I remember that happening. (laughs) Do you, did, did you immediately think like, oh, this must've been a ghost or like, like, is it, do do you think maybe it was uh, just a very quirky car thief? Honestly, my immediately, my immediately reaction after I saw that my car was in neutral I mean in you know drive and the brake was up I mean I thought it was a ghost I'm like oh my gosh I was messing with my cousin you shouldn't mess with stuff like that and kind of egg stuff on that's just kind of what I was thinking that I was making fun of kind and I don't know I just kind of have that feeling that if you kind of taunt and make fun that maybe something Mm. will happen so I kind of feel like it was kind of that. That's how we treat JJ. We just taunt and see if something will happen. <laughs> no, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to put this theory out there, not to discount that it could have been a ghost, but just an alternative sure. explanation. Maybe someone broke into your car with the intention of stealing it and then realized as they were backing out that they did not know how to drive a stick shift. And then they just rolled it into a parking spot. And then it was crooked because... Because they were like, like ah, gotta get I out mean, of here. I feel like, okay, I feel like that could be legit, but it was like a brand new car and it, like, I had it locked with like, yeah. you know, beep beep. And this was in what, 2001. And it was like a 2000 Jetta. So, I mean, it was pretty, I don't think anyone tried to break in. I don't see anyone mm. breaking in without me 
the alarm going off. Alarm going off, yeah. For sure. Especially back then, that car, I mean. Yeah, that's that's an odd one for sure. But I'm actually in the house that the other paranormal stuff happened with. Look at Ooh. look at Dre getting to the transition before I can hit it. Um, <laughs> I'm getting a little, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's so let's let's jump into it. So this this next haunting, which I believe is our final haunting, you were around the same age as when the Toys R Us experience happened, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about it. So I was kind of in between the Bay Area and, and Tracy, where my childhood home is, and. I mean, I, when we first moved in, I was, I think, 93, so I think I was 11, and I did kind of, I saw a ghost kind of outside of my bedroom door, kind of in the hallway. It looked like a, just like an apparition. It was just kind of white, but kind of see-through, but it looked like an older lady with an umbrella and like a higher neckline dress, and so I got really scared, and I closed my bedroom door, and I covered my eyes, and I never, I mean, to this day, I still don't sleep with the door open and I'm here back and forth still between the bay area and here to the stay so I still sleep in the room that everything's happened in but um I mean that didn't scare me too much but I mean I've heard in the past that when you see ghosts or anything in a house it's mostly when you move in or you move out right so I mean Mm -hmm. we're here maybe two weeks when I first saw that but then I wonder why that is I don't it's know. a disruption of the energy cat. Come on, you're the energy I mean, person. I think it might be oh. right. People, what's happening? We'll show ourselves. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Interesting. But then, so we had um, so cut to what? Uh, I'm 19, and me and my boyfriend at the time were sleeping in my room, and we had no TV or anything in there, and our bed was kind of facing the bedroom door, and it was kind of close to the wall, but there was still some space. So I remember we were sleeping and I had rolled over and I was on the edge of the bed kind of facing towards the wall and he had rolled over too and kind of put his arm around me. And all of a sudden I felt like he was pushing me out of the bed. And I, there. I, and I was like, what, right? I was like, what are you doing? So I elbow him. I'm like, move back. I'm falling off the bed. I'm already on the edge. And he's like, someone's pulling me out of bed. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? So I'm actually holding on to the mattress and trying not to fall off the bed. And I feel him like, it really feels like someone is pulling him out of bed. So I grab his arm and I'm kind of pulling and I feel a resistance. And I'm like, I can't see anything. It's pitch black. We have no TV, no light. I mean, it's the middle of the night. So he's like, someone's pulling me, someone's pulling me. So I start freaking out. My mom and stepdad are a couple doors down in their room. So I start, you know, mom, James, mom, mom. And I'm just screaming. And I see the light come on under our bedroom door because there's, you know, a big crack. So I see the hall light come on. And then immediately I see just a flood of light. And I see my stepdad standing there. And then I look and I really thought someone was pulling us out of bed. I really thought when he turned the light on and we saw that there was going to be someone really like pulling him because that's how crazy it felt. Yeah. And the light comes on and there is nobody there. And my stepdad's face just kind of is just shocked. His face, his mouth is open. He's just looking at us. And I'm like, someone's pulling us. And he just walks over and kind of touches our hand and it just kind of falls. And then, I mean, we get out of bed and we go in the other room where the TV is. And, you know, my, 
he's just like freaking out. Like, I don't know what that was. And he's rocking and he's just, you know, completely freaking out. This episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey everyone, it's Noah Daniels and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your Wild Grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com hauntings. That's wildgrain.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. So when your stepfather came into the room, was the action of the pooling still taking place or had it, it stopped? No, it was. It was still, I mean, oh, wow. his, his arm was in the air. From what I remember, my hand was on his hand and I remember feeling like, like a struggle. And I just remember feeling like, and I'm trying to pull too, like what is happening? I mean, I just woke up. I'm like, what's going on? And And then, I mean, as soon as he opens the door, he kind of walks in slowly and is just kind of trying to grasp the situation too because he just woke up and just saw this and he just kind of like touches our hand or my hand on his and it just kind of everything just kind of falls and it's just kind of done did you did you think about letting go just to see what would happen I mean no honestly I really thought that someone was in the room I really thought that like am I gonna get stabbed like what's gonna happen like what's going on I mean I just really have no idea but when I see the light turn on and I see no one there I'm just like I mean it's just it was just crazy that's that's terrifying the fact that your stepdad like saw it when he walked in and and it's weird because if 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 it was a ghost and it sounds like a ghost or an entity doing that, um, the yelling and the pushback like did not scare it off. Not even the light scared it off. It was still staying there. It wasn't until he came over and like tapped your hands. 
I mean, it was just so strange and nothing like that has happened again. That was like scary like that, where it felt like, but it wasn't against me. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't scared. I felt like it was more because he would see things after that. He wouldn't sleep in that room and we would sleep in the living room and he would see orbs and he would see weird like fogs and he would try to wake me up and be like hey look look and I'd be like no no I'm too scared I don't want to look I'm scared I don't want to see what you're seeing so like I regret not doing that but I mean he said that every time that he was here he would see orbs or see like just weird things in different rooms too and you two are still together right no oh Man, I'm really doing bad with keeping my emails uh, straight tonight. I mean, no, I still have communication with them. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, it sounds like it was attached to him if it, Yeah. you know, I mean, it left with him. So, yeah, I was curious um, if you knew if he still remembered that happening. I mean, I did reach out, I think, when I emailed you just to see if he'd be comfortable, like, because I know he remembers it, but if he'd be comfortable maybe talking about it, and he's like, no, I don't want to yeah. remember it or talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it really, yeah, he really was not, he did not like staying here. <laughs> had he had experiences, like, I mean, maybe not, like, getting pulled out of a bed, but, like, had he had kind of supernatural experiences before or just at, at your house? Um, no, I think he's told me that he has seen, um, like his grandma, like spirits of his grandma kind of walking through an old house that he had visited. So, I mean, I I think he's, has seen like spirits, but at this house, it was more, I mean, just the orbs and the fog. I mean, my parents, I think in the email, I did tell you too about my parents that they had the fire department come. Because they kind of saw the same fog that he saw in like oh, two different rooms. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, and that that brings up kind of an interesting point. Did they see anything else in the home? Were they surprised by this happening, or were they kind of just like, "Yep, house is haunted"? Yeah, they. I feel like my stepdad would tell me he saw things. I feel like he would mess with me though after I told him about the lady that I saw when we first moved in. So it's kind of, were you messing with me? Were you not? But they did say I wasn't here at the time, but that there was um, a fog, like a greenish, bluish fog that was just kind of floating in the living room at the time. And they checked the whole house and it was only in the living room and their master bedroom at the other end of the house. And so they called the fire department because they thought, is there, you know, like a fire in the walls? What's happening? So the fire department came and they actually saw it too. And they called another fire, you know, station that was close by to be like, hey, you guys need to check this out. We have no idea. They did all the tests. They're like, we have no idea what this is. That's crazy. One instance and then your ex-boyfriend had seen it before too? Yes. my, I mean, my stepdad said that he had seen it before, but again, I didn't know if he was just kind of joking. He said he would see orbs kind of shooting across like the room he mm-hmm. sees like just with his naked eye would just see them mm-hmm. and yeah. then after that experience with my ex-boyfriend we would come lay in the living room and he said he would see orbs too that would just shoot across and then he would see the fog and mm-hmm. then it wasn't and I think that was the only other time that they saw it in the other rooms where the fire department actually came and saw that there was a fog 
in so, two different wow. parts of the house. Yeah, that's so spooky. I wonder what was going on. To say the orb thing, I I used to kind of roll my eyes at because it was like an okay, an orb. But then right. we were we were walking in the park like months ago, and we and I just kind of saw this like light fly by and then you stopped and we're like did you just see that and i didn't i didn't want to say like oh that light that just flew by because right. i didn't want to influence yeah. your your answer to it and i was like see what you know and then you said like this like ball of light just flew right in front of yes. us and i was like it was yeah it crazy. was so weird and i i'd seen one before in oregon like years and years ago but it happened so fast and we both, and I was so shocked when you were like, yeah, I saw that. I was yeah. Like, what? Right. I mean, I actually have videos from this past Christmas where we're in the living room where the orbs always happen, where my mom just got two cats and they're kind of fighting and they're playing around, but I'm recording them. And I mean, you can just see the orbs and we've even tried and we're like, is it dust? I mean, the cat was playing, but I mean... You yeah. can clearly see just orbs kind of like flying around everywhere. And, but it's only on the video. Actually, no, we noticed it. Me and my mom both saw one little flash of light. And that's when I started recording more. I'm like, did you see that? She's like, I did. And we looked back at the video and we saw like the exact spot where you just see like a little round ball. When you slow yeah. it down, you see it kind of go boop and just kind of do its own little path, you know, where it's wow. going. I haven't seen an orb, but I did have another sleep paralysis spider incident this weekend oh, um, no. yeah my wife and I went to a cabin and we took our kid too but we were in bed and it was like maybe like five in the morning I just I woke up and this time the spider I saw it was still about the same size as the other ones but it was like black and it had like red on its legs I don't know why I just seem to remember seeing that and instead of it dropping straight down it was like gliding across like it was on a web and it looked like it was going like to her to get her and not me, which is usually the case. So I was just like, hey, hey, hey. And like I woke her up. So I was physically talking. It wasn't just in my head. And I could kind of move, but not like I couldn't reach out and get it. Like I was kind of frozen, but I could still talk. And so I was like, get the spider, get the spider. <laughs> She's just like, what? <laughs> She's like looking around and then. I realized, oh, this is that thing. There's not really a spider there. And I just went back to sleep. Meanwhile, she's like wide awake in full panic mode, trying to find this imaginary spider that's <laughs> dropping down on her head. She said she spent like 20 minutes, like looking through the bed for the spider. And she said, I was just completely asleep, like dead to the world. I was like, yeah, sorry, it happens. Sleep paralysis is an odd thing when you're it. the person who's not experiencing it but it's, it's into the void the person experiencing yeah, it. yeah yeah also but jj has been singing in his sleep a couple times recently so that's something that's, that's fun. fun yeah maybe not supernatural but it is fun does it sound like songs or is it like <laughs> no the second one sounded like a song it was like running through the field the first time he ever did it you have to record that <laughs> i know i need to just put a record a re recording thing what are they called Recorders? a recorder there we go a phone <laughs> <laughs> no and it was like an old term for for yard or for meadow it was something like like you were the, like in the 1800s <laughs> or something but then the first time he ever did it it was just like oh she was like 
<laughs> Sounds like he was doing the outro to the podcast. <laughs> it was like a different language almost or different intellect. It was uh, that's funny. Well, Dre, we appreciate you coming on and sharing these stories right. with us. Yes. Is there anything you wanted to leave our audience with or anything we haven't covered that you wanted to talk about? Um, well, sleep paralysis. I mean, yes. Astral projection. I feel like all that stuff. I Wait, mean, do you get sleep paralysis? I have. And I've, I actually can, I know when I'm dreaming sometimes, I know oh. when I'm starting to, during my dream, I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm dreaming. And I'll pinch myself in my dream. And I think it went back to when I was younger. Someone had told me, pinch myself, I'm dreaming. And in my mind, I thought, okay, so if you're dreaming, you pinch yourself. That's when you know if you're dreaming or not. That's, like, not your, interpretive. that's yeah. like your top in Inception. I mean, I really always pinch. I mean, I mean, the first time I might have been like seven or eight. And I really pinched myself when a monster was chasing me up the stairs. And I pinched myself. I'm like, wait, I'm dreaming. Like, let me just try to like wake up or I even thought kill myself in a dream just because you always hear that if you you know die in a dream you wake up so my mind, oh, I've always heard if you die in a dream you die <laughs> oh no I heard like if you like almost die that you wake up right oh, so man. I was yeah, yeah. thinking I uh, what, oh, I see what clues in me for a lucid dream a lot of times is reading in a dream I'll try to read something and the words are jumbled and then I'm like wait oh. this doesn't make sense I'm dreaming sometimes I can continue the dream and then just like play around but I, a lot of times yes. it just wakes me up I mean sometimes. I've done that too yeah when I now I feel like when I realize I'm dreaming I'm like let me have fun with it because I've read books that you mm -hmm. can once you realize you can maybe oh yeah I flow so I always try to fly I, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I can never time. Cool. I, I, I cannot jump really high. I, I flew once. Up to the trees and then I go back down. I'm like, no, I want to fly. And I just jump really high. I had one where I just pointed I my hand out like a gun and I went bang, bang, and people died. And I was like, what the fuck? Stop. No way. <laughs> Wait, I cannot ever get to this point where I'm like playing in my dreams, y'all. It took a while. I feel like it took a while. I'd always be like, oh my gosh, I'm dreaming. Yay, I'm dreaming. What can I do? Then I wake up. Well, Dre, I'm, I'm curious because I've asked a lot of other people on the podcast this because I find it to be true for myself. So I'm a very light sleeper. Are you a light sleeper? Most of the time, 100% I'm a light sleeper. Yeah, I think I mean, there's so something. Light. Yeah, there's something about that, that from what I've read online is that light sleepers a lot of times have a hard time reaching REM sleep. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we have a lot of these weird abnormalities with our our sleep patterns one thing that i have found because my sleep schedule is all over the place is that i will be so tired sometimes in my dream i will go to sleep i'll like lay down in a bed and sleep that freaks me out when i wake up yeah thanks jj that's <laughs> <laughs> what it be a tally whacker um, you should uh you should take some some ashwagandha i started taking ashwagandha fuck is that it's a it's an herbal supplement and normally you know I'm a skeptic on a lot of things and and a lot of that especially with with I think a lot of when people are like oh take this herbal supplement for this and this and this I think there's some validity to that and I think there's also a lot of like people overstating things that aren't necessarily backed up by studies but I will say I tried taking ashwagandha cuz I have terrible sleep habits it's a powder from a root of a plant uh-huh and that stuff really helped my sleep a lot it was in instant and yeah like he was 
struggling with sleep cycles forever. Like we did this whole thing where like we didn't have screens in the room and we read, he would read out here and only go in there to go to sleep. We'd keep it really cold. He has a weighted blanket, like all this stuff, try to exercise and I'll move our dinner time up. Like what are all these things? And then we started, I mean, it's literally called like an ashwagandha moon milk. It's like a recipe and it's yeah. like turmeric and ashwagandha and honey and cinnamon and this kind of stuff. And it, I started drinking it too, cause it really calm, calmed us down and helped his headache. Yeah. And I swear it, it helped me like stay asleep through the night. It was, yeah. it oh, was crazy. Great. Even our, our, uh, my, my, uh, psychiatric nurse was like, Oh yeah, I usually recommend that to, to people. Hmm. So I'm like, okay. I have found that, um, a, a really hot bath with salt in it is what does it for me like uh i've been buying like dead salt yeah i've been buying salt from the dead sea on amazon who knows if it really is it's probably <laughs> like somebody grinding up kroger salt and mailing it to me. But, <laughs> but it works i think you're overpaying yeah. for salt <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> yeah. fancy salt yeah it is yeah. fancy salt but uh because i hurt my back when we moved and so i started taking i've never really been a bath person but my doctor was like, try taking a hot bath to, you know, relieve your muscle pain. And it literally cured my back. Did like your doctor this. tell you that you had to specifically get salt from the Dead Sea? For this? No, that's my ADD over researching everything and, and you know, and finding. Anyway, it's irrelevant. I'll probably cut this part out. So, um, no, 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 this is important. This is important. Baths are really helpful. <laughs> for, baths are really helpful for like regulation and calming your nervous system and relaxing you. Adding salt in it's really good for your muscles. That's awesome. This is helpful information. Yeah, real hauntings, but also real sleep issues. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, Dre, <laughs> I heard a snort. Thank you again for coming on. This was really fun. We'd love to have you back just to interact with the podcast. You know, we're always looking for guest hosts and fun always. things like that. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It was a blast. Yeah. And I just <laughs> love telling my story. You know, I mean, I feel like people think I'm crazy, <laughs> but... Not on this we, podcast. We don't. We accept yeah. everybody. You're in a safe, a safe, a safe You're, space. Yeah. We're part stores. of the family now. With that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. I'm Kat. I'm Dre. <laughs> Get it? It's a callback. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.